to Portland Road. This sound indicates an important announcement. Hello again, my friends, and you are my friends, and welcome to the flagship Sunday podcast from the Talking Town crew. I'm your host, Martin the Governor Lambert, and I hope we are all uh, recovered from yet another nil-nil draw. It's nil. This isn't our DNA. It's what we do these days. Uh, we can't score goals. We can't have shots. We can't have anything nice. We're town fans. Hopefully, that will change in the coming months, but for now, sadly, it won't. Uh, we've got a jam-packed show. Somehow... Some way, this show, this platform, always managed to turn nil-nil draws, bore nil-nil draws, into absolutely fiery shows. Whether it be the ticket, or the Thursday, or the Monday, or today's the flagship show. We always managed to turn something, you know, uh, turn chicken doodah into chicken salad. And uh, we'll see if we can do it again on this Sunday lunchtime. As always, we want to get you involved. So there'll be a live link uh, coming very soon, probably in the next 10 minutes. So be ready on your phones, tablets, computers to get involved because we are on a deadline today. The wife has arranged some sort of afternoon out with some friends. I didn't know we had any friends, but apparently we do. Um, so we're going out. So I've got to be Speedy Gonzalez. In fact, you can support this show on Ko-Fi. That would help. That would stop the wife from nagging. She's been sounding off this morning. I'm not going to hold it back. She's been sounding off. So I'm really pleased to be with friends. And that includes Mr. Matt Phillips and, of course, Mr. Plastic. He'll be with us soon. The live chat's already going off. Harry, good afternoon. Dr. Zach Gooding, good afternoon. Callie, King Callie. Uh, he is with us, with us yesterday. Uh, Anthony Steele, hello all. Michael Finch in the room. This is brilliant. Love to see all these friendly faces. Mike D didn't watch yesterday. Don't worry. Neither did Captain Plastic. Whether it's getting too nice for me to consider spending a, a tenner on 11 floors running around. Any improvements? Um, we'll ask Rich, shall we? We'll ask Rich. Nate King, we to be decent league first. Again, Nate King, why would he come and play for us? What a load of rubbish. Who? I don't know who he's talking about. Nick Pope. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> I mean, we've got more. <laughs> Yep. Nick Pope in £7 million shocker. Chris Boardman, good afternoon. Jonathan Stringer, our resident posh fan who will be soon looking down from the championship on us all. Afternoon, looking like posh going up, although probably come straight back down. Do you think we meet again in League One season after next? Oh, God, I sincerely hope not. I sincerely hope not. Right. Let's bring in somebody who watched the misery party with me yesterday, who was watching it on uh, a platform which we shan't mention, just if we don't want to give him ideas. Here. How are you doing, everyone? Quick shout out to Irvin. He said hi and bye. I'm off to referee yeah. a cup game. Vets, well, Irv. Vets is 35 plus. Yeah. <laughs> I'm well about that. Your Vets Vets. Yeah. Your I'm Vets all, Vets. I'm all good here. Look, I was inspired by Paul Cook saying how rubbish everything was this week to go down the tip yesterday. A little trip down there. This is one of the positives to come out of lockdown. They're far more organised than they've ever been at Chompson Refuge Centre. Let me tell you, they've got Parking Bay, like yeah. comes and helps you. Fantastic. Do you know there was even a sign there that said two hour wait from here? Who queues two hours for, for going down the dump? Oh, I don't know. Uh, big shout out to uh, Curtis, who has sadly hurt his ankle. I think it's Paul Ligament. So big shout out to our, oh. our chief 
Tattooist Curtis Yates. Finally, keep, I've those, hands safe, Curtis. keep those hands safe, yeah. buddy. Yeah, he's been signed. He's just got back to work. And he's been signed off. <laughs> so, <laughs> sod's law in it. Sod's law. Uh, he's finally got upstairs though to watch the show. Brilliant stuff. Let me just get that banner rolling. There it is. Right, Matt. We, me, and you yesterday watched um, a slightly improved performance. We'll we'll kick it off before we bring in Captain Plastic. Um, apparently, so according to BBC Sport, it didn't feel this way. But we had five shots with two on target yesterday. Um, can you remember yes. any of the five? <laughs> no. Oh, well, I, the first one I can, because we had that the, the Norwood header early doors, didn't we? The cross from the left. And oh, they, yes. cleared it off the, they cleared it off the line. But I've got the stats yeah. here, and we only beat Charlton in three areas. Ball possession, 53%. <laughs> so we retained the ball, but obviously didn't do too much with it. Offsides, we had three. <laughs> and goalkeeper saves, five. And we outpassed them as well by about 40 passes. 361 to 321. So, but again, it's it's possession without any threat, isn't it? Really? It is. It's just ball. It what do you call it? Stat padding. <laughs> it is stat padding. Yeah. We started really well, though, yesterday. Yeah. Uh, we started with some vigor, some fight, some oomph. Yeah. Tempo. Yeah. And that was a nice way to start. We don't often start that way. Um, yeah. We should have got a goal early doors, really, shouldn't we? That that, that would have set the. Well, the, the Norwood one. Norwood yeah. one was a chance, wasn't it? Well, I suppose we're a little bit unlucky there. But they're a good yeah. team. Good team, Charlton. That Innes is a good player, I think. Ryan Innes, the captain. He is. He, he is. He's, I looked him up. He was. He never made. He was at Palace. Never made the grade and went on loan nine times, even into Scotland, multiple divisions in England. He had a bit of a tough background. He's only, he's only mm. twenty-five now. He's out of contract uh, June twenty-two. Um, I think he had to bring up his siblings because he's parents had issues so obviously a bit of a uh, hardened character maybe the kind of character we could do even our defense potentially so potentially so we've got cali uh yes uh, yatesy bro rest up we've got ollie are you watching f1 today i certainly will be i'm going around neil moses house so if it outside don't want to fucking start that off again do we jesus captain plastic you know about that um and uh we <laughs> I like that name, Captain Plastic. That's kind of rolling off the tongue. Oh, put that finger down. How rude. Uh, good grief. We've got royalty in the in the building. Kate Kazanecki. I'll say Kate Riley. Uh, yeah. It's <laughs> yeah. a bit easier. Um, Zanecki. 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 Um, who will be the first striker we sign in the summer? Uh, good question. Brendan Carter. My name isn't on the monthly supporters board yet. Sad times. Is it oh. not, Brendan? Is it not? Um, I know I've given some names to our designer. Big up George Nunn, absolute yeah. hero of a man. It's got right. in the middle there. It's got yeah. in the middle, not You're right. You're right. There's a few names on there. Brendan, I do apologise. You'll be uh putting you'll be putting a different colour just for a week, just just to make you feel special. Gem, it was an imprint yesterday, but still powder puff. Cali, get your ITC at eleven from Yatesy. Plus he does Cali, no free promotion. But go on, I'll leave it on the screen for just a second. While we welcome in corporate crime. <laughs> Corporate crunch, but to me and you, Captain You've Plastic. You've got no chance. You you cannot pronounce Zarnecki. He can't even pronounce Dizel right up there. Shove <laughs> your Dizel up your ass, mate. <laughs> anyway, big shout out, Matt. Oh, yes, yes. We've got um, ah. we're, we're Terrace addicts now, aren't we? Terrace yeah, addicts. Well, told got... me, my missus told me no more Ipswich Town Cups. No more. 
You should be a Norwich fan. They, they, they don't win cups either. I've got well, a little... Congr- yeah, uh, congratulations go to the Canaries for getting no. promoted. No. They will be no. there. They will be in the Premier No, not having, not having oh, it on my show. Not having it on my show. Not having it on my show. They'll be there for three seasons. They'll be there for three seasons. Autumn, winter and spring. (laughs) (laughs) Boom, boom. Those Eris mugs, I want to give a quick shout out to uh, a company that we're going to be partnering partnering up with very soon called Mass Creations based in Bury St. Edmunds. So if you're drinking from your new USA Takeover mug from the Terrace store, while watching this podcast, you will have been using they would have used the mass creation development from the website to back end software. Right. So these guys have designed the software that you see the mug in front of you. Um, we'll be sorting well, that out. Segue. Well, lovely segue. That yeah, one. I know. Thank you. I'll be working on that. Um, yeah. They do web development, bespoke software, all sorts. We'll be working on it, as I say, in the coming weeks. They're based in Berry. I'll drop their website in the uh, anyway. Chat big right shout now. out. Big shout out to the boys. Yes. Essex. Yeah, I'm going through the parish notices first, guys. Second of all, we <laughs> do have buttons. these wonderful, wonderful yeah. mugs, right? Which we'll be giving away oh. to because because we did reach two thousand subscribers, right? Oh, yeah, Mike Davies got the okay. shirt. Mike Davies got the shirt already. Has. He certainly has. So we've not seen these. We've not even seen these. No, this oh, is then. this is fresh off the off the press. George Nunn yeah. delivered Run, it George. the other the other day. We've got. Um, a, the list of those that were monthly subscribers at the very beginning. And obviously, oh, we, you have to start somewhere. And that was our start. So these guys will be receiving a mug. That will be coming to them soon. Um, to Don't say tell thank my missus there's another one coming. Is Don't tell my missus there's another one coming. Oh, I thought I'd send the money on yours and not bother sending it. Oh. <laughs> yeah. I thought tell I'd me. do. Um, like the great shirt giveaway. Uh, but we are nearly, looking at that list, nearly there for the limit to start monthly giveaways. We just need a couple more, and then we're going to be doing regular giveaways for those monthly supporters. So if you're not yet supporting us on Ko-Fi, please do so. Um, we're nearly there. And, um, yeah, I'm excited about that. But, sadly, we've got to bring it back down to talk about a nil-nil draw. Um, you can just rest up your terrace mug here for a minute, Plastic. Um, I watched it this morning. Oh, did you? Yeah, you can watch it for free, can't you, the next day. Look, I, I, I would have struggled to make kick. Yeah. Did you not know that? I didn't know. Yeah, on, oh, on wow. iPhone, it's got a full match replay. You can watch all the games. Oh, look, I would have struggled yesterday because Archie was playing. I'd struggle to get back for half 12. So I thought, save myself 10 quid. I'm not watching that. What, what was the result? Sawston. Well, Chesterton Eagles are probably the second best team in the under 10s league. And we beat them 1 0. So nice. the Sawston Invincibles roll on. 13 <laughs> games unbeaten this season. Wow. And I had a great game as ref. Great game, straight down the middle. Yeah. Yeah. I don't believe that for a second. Well, no one does. On the, game. <laughs> the four penalties he gave yesterday had nothing to do with anything but they were fouls. Now, a side that could do with four penalties and probably would miss every single one is Ipswich Town Football Club. We can't score goals. Uh, what do you put that down to, guys? I'm putting it down to the handbrake being firmly applied for the 90 minutes. Uh, no point do I ever feel we ever go for it. We ever really sort of throw it all at the wall. Matt, yesterday you've seen the game, you've seen Rochdale, etc. What do you put it down to? Yeah, you're probably right there. I think I think it can come even go. You can even draw a line of this back to the Mick McCarthy era, mm. where we never really steamrolled teams. I mean, I think his biggest ever win was the four 0 against Middlesbrough, and he wasn't even in the dugout that day, was he? Terry Gonner was in the was in the dugout. So, 
I, I don't think it's a new thing, but yeah, we do certainly seem to play like we've got the handbrake on. But again, Cook has alluded this week that there's no creativity. We're not athletic. We're not fit enough. Maybe we, we just haven't got the personnel to, to, to do what we want to do. To not score a goal. I mean, Lambert never struggled yeah. to score goals. Let's be fair. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, this is not a Paul Cook's a bad manager. Lambert's a bad. That's not about that at all. I'm just wondering. Like yesterday, you finished the game. You, do you ever get you the sense where... We weren't prolific under Lambert, were we? Come on, let's, let's not it, beat around one the One goal's prolific these days. Let's be honest. I'm just concerned. Like, I don't, I've never seen this yeah. club struggle the way this club is suddenly struggling to... Seven hours. Over seven yeah. hours without a goal. Look who, the strike, look who the strikers are. Norwood. He's not even average now, uh, at playing time this year's season. I think he's only even started 16 games. Mm-hmm. Finished so, four, so, finish four games, Matt. So take him out of the equation. Then you've got Drinnen. Well, we know he doesn't score. Oh, Hawkins, we know he doesn't score and barely even plays. Caden Jackson got dumped over to the 23s for, for whatever reason. No one knows. Um, that's your strikers. And Freddie Sears is a left it's not, or right winger. I don't know. It's not oh, just yeah. your strikers. I was listening the other night to Chris Kiwami on the commentary. And like he said, there's no midfielders who get in the box and get beyond yeah. the striker. They're all safe, aren't they? They play them safe passes and then yeah. no one goes beyond. And that's what we need. We yeah. need someone in the summer, centre midfielder, who can get eight to ten goals. Because it can't just be about the striker scoring. The whole team have to chip in. Obviously, you need... Yeah. Look... You look at Sunderland, you look at Peterborough, you look at Hull. They've all got somebody who's banging in goals on a regular yeah. basis. But everyone else is contributing as well. And we haven't got that. When you look at Norwood's got six league goals. Edwards has got five. Hasn't scored since October. Bishop's got four. He hasn't scored. When did he last score? October? <laughs> yeah. Mm. There's, your, there's your problems. Like we said Friday night on the Friday night show, you know, Norwood's our top scorer. Doesn't even feature in the top 50 players for scoring goals in League One this season. Well, I was having a bit of... <laughs> Obviously, having a bit yesterday afternoon on Twitter about look, Norwood, I'd get rid of, and then someone tweeted me saying, "Look, I don't disagree. He's, he is our best striker, and he's averages well, a we'll goal every hundred. We've got that coming All up, right. you know. But no, carry on, carry on. We'll, we'll get into yeah. who we're going to have. Averages a goal every hundred ninety-nine minutes. So you look at that over the season, and this guy said he'd, he'd scored twenty-five to thirty goals. No good sitting on the bench. No good. And look, his hamstring. How many times he's done his hamstring? Is that the fourth? It's either a thigh or a hamstring normally. In the it? summer, I think he'll stay. But I think he needs to take a good, long, hard look at himself in the mirror. Yeah. Get him, He's got to get himself fitter. He has to be fitter. Because I don't think, I said before um, at the start, I said, he didn't come back, I didn't think, in the best physical shape. And no. he's been playing catch-up since then. Sorry. Disagree. Right. disagree. I agree. That. I think he looks physically fair. I think it, 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 as I've always said this on the show. There's, an, there's a saying in American football when you start getting injuries the way he has in terms of the, the tissue, hamstring, etc., at a certain age, it's harder to come back than it is in your 20s. He's now 30. You know, at some point, your body just says, can't do this no more. Not an old man, though, is it? Not an old man. No, but I'm 31 and I've been, I've been, I've been, you know, my body gave up about four or five years ago. Like it, the human body is individual and it, it doesn't have a, um, a yeah, set we have time, chambers. Time. We have a chambers who can bash as much as we want. He's at 35. He's five games short of 400 games for the club. He's got he's lucky. Fit every single week. He's got lucky. He's got lucky. He's got, um, he hasn't because he looks after himself better, Martin. He looks after so himself. So did Kieran and he, dedica- himself. he dedicates himself. He dedicates himself. Did Kieran Dyer Norwood doesn't. Did Kieran Dyer not look after himself? Well, he was a bit of a party boy. 
Well, you've got, you got Zlatan Ibrahimovic doesn't really stand up mind. They're all professional athletes. And you've got Zlatan Ibrahimovic playing in Sierra A for AC Milan at 39. Yeah. He looks after himself. So if you want to, if you want to play to, if you want to go like Richie's saying, if you want to go and play 32, 33, 34 and onwards at a good level, you look after yourself. You're a professional athlete. Yeah, no, it's a fair point. I just, I just think he's out the age where he's going to start picking up those type of injuries a lot, a lot easier, for a better word. Um, and that, and that's nothing but the age and the, and the, he looks, I'll, never, yeah. I'll never bash him when he's on the pitch. But I'll never bash him. He's one. He's one. That I say every time he's on there, he does he does give hundred percent. He's just not on the pitch. Perhaps, perhaps I just thought it was Tweedy say there. Perhaps you know he's maybe burnt out because he never got injured at Tranmere. But then look at his history: almost three hundred games in the non-league. Now they ain't training to the standards of no. professional teams, so maybe it is catching up with him. So they, they, I can see the argument there, but. Once you're in that professional environment, surely you want to... Chambers hasn't got lucky, Mike. Chambers hasn't yes, got has. lucky. Yes. He, has. he hasn't you got don't... lucky. He looks after himself. We can all we can all go out on the piss and whatever, like Norwood does. Right? So, as, as Kelly says, Crunch, none of us live with Norwood, so we can't say how he has Follow him on Instagram and follow oh, him on Twitter that, and you know what he's like. You know oh, what mate. he's like. Don't... You always Kelly's make turned... Anyway, I Kelly's... Unless you're around. Kelly's changed his tune, hasn't he? He was binning yeah. him off about four weeks ago. Nate King heard whispers. <laughs> Cook gave him a grilling over his Twitter activity. Joshua Phillips, welcome in, Josh. The problem is, if we want to go up, we can't have okay players. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Let's, let's go back to the best start with the back four then yesterday. And I'll drop a link in, in a few minutes' time for the guys to have girls to have their say. Uh, Phil and Neil, Wolfenden and McGuinness came back in, the two centre halves, along with KVY, who grew into the game, looked better yeah. as it went on, and Stephen Ward. What about that it, flying left? Left back, we had bombing on, as Brennan bombing. said. Bombing on, Bren. Bren, if you're watching, Bren, that's a bit of an extreme term. Um, not because it's the word bombing, just because he wasn't going anywhere. Um, back four. Did the, first of all, did the team sheet back up Paul Cook's words? Um, well, I don't know. I don't know. To be honest with you. I know my team was a bit different than Matt's up up Friday, but I never look. That was only what I played. I never thought he would go with that. Really, really. Yeah, we're just trying to come up with some different alternatives, right? Yeah. But yeah. then we look at the league table and we sit here today and we're nearer the playoffs than we were before kickoff yesterday. Yeah, but did, we, did him saying, I don't trust this bunch, they'll be they'll be hurt, disappointment, I'll be like demolition man, all of these really colourful comments, did the team sheet with Ward being captain, etc., back up those really bold claims that we we talked about Friday night? Or was it more it was, of the same? It, it probably was more of the same, but I think he's probably more meaning about in the summer, if that's when the, the massive turnover of players is coming at the minute, he, he can't really do a lot, can he? He can't. We can all say he should play some of the kids, throw the kids in, but when he looks at the table, Paul Cook's a winner, and there's probably still a little bit in the back of his mind says we could still sneak in the playoffs. Yeah, but he's kind of ruling it out as well, though, isn't he? He says, even though we're four points off or whatever, you know, we, we're not putting in the performances, we're not scoring enough goals, we, we're we not going to probably make it. Although McGinnis Look at Kate, look at Kate it. swearing in the chat. I know, line. I just, I know. I just thought, I just thought, wow, <laughs> wow. We might get a swear whatever out of her before the end of the season, you know. He had, to play, he had to play a decent, we are playing Charlton, just above us in the table. He had to play cool, some yeah. kind of decent side. Yeah, yeah. Them for playoffs themselves. He wasn't going to stick out, you know. I don't know. Five minutes. I agree with Adam. 
I was disappointed that Nidam's not been involved. I thought he yeah. might get some more minutes, but then yeah. he's only just come back from an injury and you don't know how he's... He said he was blowing, wasn't he, after that 30 minutes when he played at MK Dons the other week, so... Maybe 23 is actually for him. I don't know. Do you, do, there are a few names that you could have been disappointed didn't start, but on that back four, did you like it? Did you feel it was balanced? Did you feel it was the best back four we probably had this year? Where, where were you? Because actually, watching the game, I was quite impressed, and... You want to see how that back forward have done well, this on, over a sustained period, right? If you go on sofa yeah. score, Matt said before, I think McGuinness, is he our hot... He don't like it, does he? Fucking sofa he, score. Was, he was at one point because he he didn't play for he's a while. Not played he's, since, that was, was, he's not played since Northampton, has he? The nil no, draw. No, he dropped off since then. It's nice to see Wolfram playing in his natural position. He had a better game. And look, yeah. It was encouraging to see Vincent Young. He's played 180 minutes this week, two games. Hmm. Um, um, my, my look, man of the match was holy for me oh my lord what was he doing there was two that he flapped at he flapped one in the first half when he dropped it another one he came out he was not look he kept a clean sheet which is fair enough but he, made, he, he never he's never convincing is he he made five good saves yesterday for inside the, do you know he touched the ball 50 times Ben Amos touched the ball 26 times so he was there was a lot of action for him you know there was a lot of action for Holy yesterday, and I felt he was man of the match. I think he kept us in the game. But you'd say the big plus point was Vincent Young, wasn't it, really? To get to get two games Second in a week out of him. And then you, you hope that he can play in these remaining five games, yeah. have a really decent pre-season. Look, it'd be like a brand new player if he's fit next season. That's one, one position nailed on, isn't it? If he's fit, he plays every yeah. week. We started seeing the return. You know, like that game you had, was it Shrewsbury last season? Yeah. He went on the squad. You know, I see the run where he'd done the step over in the yeah. second half and had a shot and it went over the crossbar. And you think, yeah. that's more of what we like. And then maybe next season, Martin, he might sort of get them 10 goals that Matt um, predicted at the start of this season. He'd be a bit player <laughs> for me next year. He really all, would. All competition. Really? Yeah, and we'll get to that a bit later. Yes, he'd be... Oh, he'd really? be a, yeah, you, yeah you, can't rely, you can't rely on him. But anyway, um, we've got, I'll yeah. just drop the link in the chat for those that want to get on and have their say following yesterday's game. I know it was a shortened match day ticket. A few comments, first of all. We've got Rabbitman39. Ben, I'm not reading that comment. I can't read that comment. That's, that's, just, not, that's just not good. Facebook user above Rabbitman. Love to see Baggett next season. Yeah, Rob, I want to see that. Rob Smith, hopefully the clean sheets will lift Holy's price tag and we can sell him. Uh, oh, Steve, yeah. I can't, I can't read that. Steve Hayes need need a new number one next season. Curtis Yates. People say Holy had basic saves to make yesterday, and that is his job. That's correct. Yesterday was the most, the most I've seen him move in all of his time here. Lee Holy, man, the match says Matt. What did you make of him yesterday? Hi, 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 guys. Um, well, not really because he's not convincing, is he? I and mean, then I'll just put no. in the chat there: seventeen clean sheets. I think we've kept this season, mm. but they're not all down to him, are they? And he just doesn't feed you with confidence at all anymore. I, you know, he's just not good enough for what we want, is he? He's, he's just Do you think he'll enough. look? To, I think, I think, Lee, he'll look to bring in an experienced goalie who can play the level that we're at, but the level up. And Christian Walton, who we had at Wigan, he's out of contract in the end of the season, so I wouldn't be surprised if he um, had a look at him. To be honest, uh, that was Luke yeah. Penning's video, wasn't? Yeah, it? he said that, didn't he, Luke? Yeah, yeah. Well, Luke, not, that's quite interesting, man. Crunch because you've got to think about like the recruitment you've got to get a high high sort of uh, league one to make sure we get out and low championship or championship players as well so yeah so that's going to be quite quite interesting but Can i throw a suggestion at you lee what, what about you just keep cornell and holy both on one both on a year they're both obviously adequate enough to be a top eight goalkeeper in this division 
would it would it be the worst thing in the world if they just said right we're, we're going to leave those two as on as a one and two they can fight that out for a year and we'll review it in the summer hopefully if we were a championship club you get a better quality of player um because you know we we criticize both but you are still we are still sorry a top eight side with both on the books yeah i thought about that but but what you've got to think about is we're uh, we're keeping 17 clean sheets because we're not because we're not getting enough bodies forward to score goals are we so we're not opening ourselves up too much apart from that period sort of a third away in the season where we were leaking goals and and everyone looked absolutely awful but i think if you want if you want to attack more then you've got to have a better goalkeeper so yeah i take the point if you get if you get the players up front a little bit better but even if you get four good players up front you've still got they've still got to be good haven't they they've still got to you know you still need other bodies in the box so it's a difficult one and again it's all down to the uh, you know the recruitment isn't it and what money cook has or what he can get but yeah keep one of them and maybe i think it's an improvement i think it's an area where we should go out and say you know we need someone better because i matt, i don't think he's got it matt how would you get uh, go about that then because they're both on a year so you can't you, you know it's not mm. as simple as saying well one's out of contract so like like, like price they can write you've got to offload one or pay one off how would mm. you go about that because yeah who's going to want them Exactly. Where would they go? Unless you just settled up their contracts, I suppose. But I can't see that happening. We did say, didn't we, when Holy signed last when we, you know, he, I, the the intel I'd got from people who watched a lot of League One, League Two football was he's he's not that good and letting a lot of goals for Gillingham. They were really surprised that Lambert came in and got him early doors in that window when he first came. I don't know. I mean, traditionally, a lot of League One, League Two teams would go to a Premier League club and get a on loan keeper, wouldn't they? That you see that quite a lot. Um but his stats, his stats do yeah, not really. <laughs> uh, but his stats do stack up against all the other keepers around us, be it Christy Pym or the um the Sunderland keeper, Burge, I think it is, the guy at Hull City. Holy stats do are on par with theirs. Worst thing in the world. Stats don't tell the full story though, do they? Because as I say, you've got 17 clean sheets, but Look what he's flapped at. You, you just don't feel confident with him. Exactly. So, you know, it, it's stats and, you know, you've got to look at stats and performance yeah. for me. So, yeah. you know. Yeah. I, you also just, a, he's only as good as his defence as well, of course, Lane. He can't do it all yeah, himself. Yeah, well, yeah he, does, he does. For someone so tall, he does flap a lot of crosses. You'd think that bread and bar. If we started yeah. next season with them, so as one and two, and we hadn't got a new keeper in, would it be the worst thing in the world for you? Would you be pulling your hair out? What's left? <laughs> How rude! <laughs> um, no, no, it wouldn't be the end of the look. It wouldn't be the end of the world. I'd, I agree with Lee. I'd keep one of them, and I'd look to move the other one on, and I'd want a number one who is good enough to play in the championship. I know we're in the league one at the minute, but someone who can who can go to the next level when we're there. And I don't think either of these keepers are championship class, are they? Cornell, look, we had the Northampton guy on, didn't we, before the season? And we've not seen enough of him. We haven't seen enough of him. He's only played, what, a handful of games. Holy, he's adequate, isn't he? If I was yes. keeping either of them, I'd keep Holy over Cornell, definitely. Yeah. Well, they've both got a year. So I, I would be in the camp of just get the year out of the way because I don't think you're not going to get promoted because of them. And then mm. in the summer, both out of contract, I'd, I'd say adios amigo to both of them and look to bring in can we quality. just clip this up, Matt? Can we clip this up till probably about November next season we when Holly's had an absolute mare against Fleetwood? Oh, I'll yeah, be the first one to contract. Yeah. Well, that, that's what I'm going for. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm going see. for. So predictable. 
So I'm lining them all up, like you say. I'm lining them all up, mate. All You're right. As I'm predictable lining... as Lambert's press conferences, you are, mate. Honestly, <laughs> I'd do anything to get Bart back. Right. Before I bring in uh, the fisherman, because I know I want to talk about this man, uh, let's get your thoughts, Lee. Luke Chambers. Um, interesting comments post game from Cook, indicating maybe that the next step or the next next sort of conversation would be off the field in terms of a coaching role or or something along those lines that, he, that Chambers may have to think about himself. He was not playing yesterday. I had to say drop. What are your thoughts on Luke Chambers, both in terms of maybe you coming back in Tuesday night uh, and further and further on from there? I think the you know pre the takeover, what I've been on the show here, I think, and said he would be one person that I would keep. It all depends what the recruitment is and who we can go out and get and how much we've got to spend in this first transfer window for me. But mm-hmm. I, I I think that the deficiencies is not of Chambers, but it's of the team. But as soon as Kane Vincent Young comes back into the team, and that first 15, 20 minutes of the second half, when he had that run, there's nobody can do that. So for me, as a right back, you, no, he's not good enough now, is he? He's not. We've got Kane Vincent Young, and we need a proper backup for him, even if it's someone, someone younger. So I think maybe now, you know, I, I said pre, pre the uh, takeover that, you know, you would keep him as backup because I don't think he's a centre-back much anymore. I thought the two that played yesterday knocked the ball around really well. Mm-hmm. You know, I know we got a bit clumbersome at times, but you never felt like they were going to give the ball away. Although I think McGuinness did once, to be fair, but they look comfortable on the ball. I, I think he's done now. I think the takeover has, has, has nailed it for me. I, I think there's better um, out there to get. And, you know, Tyler, he's done. Okay, Lee, as always, appreciate it, brother. Cheers, guys. Yourself. Thank you. Yeah, Mike, just hang on just there. I'll get these two guys' first, first thoughts. Chambers. Uh, Matt, first of all, what do you think? Yeah, I've, I've, not, I've not changed my mind on Chambers. If we're going to go forward with new ownership, a newish manager, we need new voices in the dressing room. So he's been a great servant to us, but I, I think you've got to change the culture. You know, you, Cook outlined what the culture was to us this week in terms of the playing side of everything. So if you're going to make movement off the pitch, then we, we need a new voice, a new leader, a new captain, 100%. Yeah. Cruncher, agree with that or do you disagree? Yeah, moving on. Yeah, I, yeah, I agree now with what we've got available. I'd, l- I'd like to see him play these remaining five games, get him to 400, mm. even if they have a testimonial. I think he deserves it. I know a lot of people say he's been average. He's been part of the decline. Yeah, he has. There's no getting away from that. But look, I think he's... He's put nine years hard grafting. He's available every single week. So he's been a good servant. But, yeah, we we need to move on to a, into a new um, era, don't we? Definitely. And my mum likes your mugs, Martin. She just text me. Oh, brilliant. Good stuff. Good stuff. If you, um, want, if you want my mum's address to send her one, I'll give it to you. I've got it. Uh, so um, anyway, I, I, do think, I do think I was I'm surprised that both of you um, saying what you've said about Chambers. I, I thought there'd be a little bit of disagreement on the show today. Uh, I, but yeah, I, 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 I agree with you both. Does Mike agree? Mike, Fisherman, Luke Chambers. Hey, but before you, before you answer, Adam Flat, GTFOH, get the fuck out. He has clipped me up a wonderful, a wonderful sound clip, which I'll use on the show moving forward once I get his bare five minutes to sort it out. But it's wonderful. Thank you, Adam. Uh, Fisherman, <laughs> Luke Chambers. Do you, know, do you know what I'd like to see Chambers do? Right. I'd like to see him leave the club um, maybe play on a couple of years at another, maybe a lower league or whatever. Um, and 
uh, during that time, do his coaching badges, maybe fitness lifestyle coach. Like that was a really good point someone made there about face on Facebook about you know, train, man. Um, you know, he look, he's not he's not one of a, he's not been a great player, but he's a consistently average player over the years. And you know, I, he does this. Look, I'm not changing his biggest fan as a footballer, but I'm telling you now, I agree with Rich. He does need a testimonial. You know, he has given us a long, a long sort of longevity as a captain. And while I don't think he's been the best captain this club's had, and probably, you know, probably down there with some of the, I feel, you know, some of the worst. But, mm. you know, he's not been a particularly, you know, but like I said, look, let's, I'm not going to go negative on Chambers. I think I'd like to see him leave and do what John Terry's done, Lampard's do, doing, Joe doing. These players were, you know, I know you can't put, um, Chambers in the same boat as them players, but if you look at John Terry, he was Mr. Chelsea all through and through, and he and eventually yeah. they had to say, Look, you know, it's time to move on. I think with Chambers, I think he needs to do move on. Um, and I'd like to ha ha have him come back at some point as a lifestyle coach, or maybe He's lifestyle got... coach, or maybe even... oh, look, if, you, if you look at um, Matt Bloomfield, plays for Wickham, you know, he's played 500 odd games or 400 games for them. Yeah, he's been coaching at town even when he's at Wickham. He does some stuff down at the club. So I wouldn't be against something like that with Chambers because, look, yeah. I've met him off the pitch. He's a he. The club means the world to him. We can never say that it doesn't to him. A lot of them it doesn't, but for him it does. And you can see in his interviews how much it's weighed on him. And I think he just needs that release mm. to go away because he said that he still wants to keep playing. So if he goes to somewhere like he lives in Kettering, I think, or he comes from there, if he went to somewhere like Northampton, because he'd obviously played there before, you know, and if he, I think you're a long time retired in football. And what is he, 35? He's probably got another couple of years, probably at League Two level, if he wants to. Mm. I don't agree with it that he should be a coach at the minute. I don't, no. Cook needs to get his own people around him at the minute. And it was interesting yesterday, Kieran Dyer was doing the warm up. So he's getting him involved, which is good. Yeah, but he did indicate from the post match that it was almost Matt. Um, what what it was insinuating was the was the next contract was maybe going to be a coaching deal, and he, and Luke would have to really sort of go away and think internally: Am I ready to do that yet, or am I still wanting to go and play? Do you, did you get that vibe from Cookie yesterday? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And also when he was talking about the next era of Ipswich Town, and he just said those four. Four random names, didn't he? Chambers was was one of those. I think that was a bit mm. of a Freudian slip, really, of people who might be going. But I mean, does Chambers even want to be a coach? Who knows? He might not have that. I think, I think have... would be a damn good coach. Think I generally do. I think he's yeah. he's quite. You know, he's not the most vocal of captains. He's not. You know, you, you watch Holland's, you Jilton's when there was when he did captains, your bearers, and all that. There was a lot of vocal. They had better players around them as well, Mike, didn't they? They had better players with them. A lot of. They 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 commanded respect, and they deserved respect yeah. every time he yeah. went on the football pitch. With Chambers, you were like, look, yeah, no, look, I don't think anybody can question his loyalty to the club. He's been here long enough. I've look, I'm a fan like everyone, and when he has a pat shocking game, you're going to get on his case. It's just part of being a football fan, I think. But with a with a serious head on and a, and a you know a, a more calm head on, I think I'd like to see him at some point come back to the club as a as a in some sort of coaching role, maybe in the future, mm. you know, um, under management or or maybe just like I said, lifestyle fitness coach. I think he deserves that. And I think he definitely deserves to, to play his 400 games for the club. He definitely deserves to have a um, testimonial, you know. Um, 
But, you know, like I said, he, yes, he was part of the, the relegation squad, but we're just Chambers. We all know that. And, and you know, you've got skews in that in that category, Sears in that category. Do you know what I mean? And, mm. you know, and going back to the goalies as well, I think we have got to get rid of one of them. Would I keep Holy? Personally, I would just go out and get two new keepers. Liverpool didn't win the league by sticking with the keeper that, that, that made that massive Champions League mm. cock yeah. up. You know, they, they went out and bought one of the world's best. I know we can't buy the world's best, but we need a look, we need a, a top half championship type of squad in League One so we can get into the championship and compete in the championship. You know, because our, then our next game is to get us up to the Premier League like our rivals down the road. You know, yeah. and the reality is is that you can't can't get promoted with uh, what I call lower championship players and expect to do well in the championship. We can prove that. And there's a few other teams that have done that, have gone up and come straight back down. With Ipswich, I think we've got the potential to... We just need old, really good old experience, not old, but older experienced players that maybe sort of step down to championship or, you know, um, but, or, you know that maybe want to come to league because we've got money, we've got... Sorry, go on, Martin. You look like you're just gone. Gone. well. Yeah, I just think you need to sort of prepare yourself for them both being here because I, I know we've got a bit of money behind us now, but you don't want to be stupid with it. Like, why are you paying both keepers off when they're both? You know, I mean, Cornell we haven't really seen, but Holy is adequate. He's uh, he's not the he's not going to get twelve points. But he's I know you're a massive. You're a massive. Sorry, because you you're a massive Bollock fan. Absolutely. I mean, how I many like, points? Did... My days. Oh, that's a seven-foot goalkeeper. Not even if all he had to do was just tip it over to tip it over, tip it on to, out, out to touch, but to try and catch it. And then, oh my lord! But you didn't concede from it. You've got one of the best defensive records in the league. Like you're and not. You're, we're not. We yeah, but we're not eighth, Mike, because of, because Thomas Holy can't catch a cold in a flu clinic. Like we we literally just need a buy. I'd rather. This is again coming back down to the fact that if you if you give me a budget, I'm going to go and use all that budget on a striker and a, and a creative midfielder instead of playing instead of paying two keepers off. Who, by the way, in a year's time will be out of contract, and I can go and get a, a, a good goalkeeper or go and buy a good goalkeeper. Like you can get a good goalkeeper on a free mine, like Christian Walton. He's a, he's an improvement. Yeah, I'm talking better. I'm talking championship quality. Yeah, but Bart, like, hang on. Where did Bart come from? Where did Bart come from when we signed him? Southampton. Well, he came from North County, but he'd been at Southampton. He'd been around. He's got pedigree. And he won us games. This is what I'm saying. He went that season, and we can all say the decline. The decline started under McCarthy, and Bart kept us in that league, didn't he? Look at the saves he made that season. If you go on YouTube, some yeah, but, of them are absolutely unbelievable. And he's, he's won us points there. This is what we need. But crunch, what? it's nil nil, mate. We ain't we're not losing one nil. We're not drawing one one and thinking I'll be hard. We lost three nil to we lost we lost three nil to AC Wimbledon. And to be honest, well, that his fault. he made no attempt to make a proper save to get try and get that ball. Real real good goalkeepers. Honestly, I think we've said this before. Cardboard cutouts move move quicker than than Holy does sometimes. He still didn't score a goal, Mike. So it still would have been nil nil. The point is. If we were talking about the fact we can't get over the hump because we're conceding goals for fun, I'd be on. I'm just thinking. But you need the spine of the team, mine. You need the spine of the team, and it starts with your goalkeeper, then your centre half, then your centre midfielder, and then your centre forward. That's what you need to build. So on that basis, Martin, you're saying let's play eleven outfield players, or we could stick anybody in goal because our defence is good enough. In League One, <laughs> you certainly can. 
Well, that's what you're saying, isn't it? You're saying we can stick any, we can stick, okay, we just, uh, Chambers, we stick Chambers in goal, yeah? Joe Royal had his hands up on him, Lewis Price in goal. Uh, you know, we, we, no, you don't need it. Uh, Joe, what, win 4-3, win 2-1. Oh, did you say one. Joe Royal, what? Had Shane Supple and Lewis Price in goal. Yeah, in the decline. They only played in, the, he never played in Joe Royal's good team, yeah, Kelvin Davis. The point but is... Joe, Joe never had a sub-keeper on the bench, if memory serves me right. Lee Anderson, I see your point, Martin. If we get up, then we've been a better... Yes, exactly that. We've been in a better position to get a better keeper. Thomas Holy and Di Cornell are not holding this football club back. It's not having a striker on the pitch that's holding the football club yeah. back. You know what I mean? I it's having driven and hawking. We need one of them to go. But and you... as much as... as much as I oh, Look, I still don't think Holy is, is that great a keeper. I don't think it's much between him and Cornell. I'd rather keep Cornell and get rid of Holy. I think Cornell, at least Cornell, he make, his kicking's not as good, but I think Cornell has the ability to save, um, produce better saves. That's Based just an opinion. That's obviously, you know. But what are you basing that on? Basing on the games I've watched. But by Cornell, Last season like... and, the, and the, uh, the ones I've seen this season when Cornell's played. He's oh, would, off it really help? Good... would it help, Mike, if we got a decent goalkeeper coaching? <sighs> no. No. You can't say that. That's, you, you can't say that categorically. You could say possibly, but not the categoric no. You could say possibly yes or possibly no. The reality is, do we? We haven't got a goalkeeper coach now, so we need to bring a new one in. So maybe that's the plan. Maybe they don't rate the All one right. we had, and they want to bring a new one in. All right, mate. Love you as always. Appreciate yeah. you, buddy. The show got as normal. See, right? Love you, man. Love you, man. I, I just say, mate. I was going to say that with that new goalkeeping coach could come a new keeper. The two yeah. might come together depending on what club they come from. So you could see something there. Could we really I, got do agree with you, Martin. I do agree with you. The, the, the money, you do need to look at the top end of the pitch. But I still think you could, could get a better goalie and you're not going to have to spend a lot of money. Harrison Smith will take Aaron Lee Barrett in the net right now. I love That's, Aaron Lee Barrett. He was like shit. Great goalkeeper. He was another non-league interprofessional football. But I thought maybe you could have had Holy and Prizebeck as the two keepers. But he's now gone, isn't he? Yeah, so I think I'm, I'm with Chris Woodman. It doesn't matter who the keeping coach is because they, of that very reason. They're already at their highest standard. They ain't yeah, going to get any more out of them. Do you know what I mean? Um, only, a town like, only a club like Town could sell him for a million quid. I mean, you know. He's, it wasn't he's even worth, that, was it? It's like oh, 900. It was ridiculous. Mm. Adam Flat, I saw a Anley about the fishing trip on Fycroft Road. <laughs> <laughs> oh, behave yourself. Andre Dizel, for me, best game out of him yesterday. He looked positive. He looked lively. Yeah. If we were going to score, it was going to come through him. What did you two make of Andre before? See what you've done there. See what you've done there. You got rid of Mike. See you got rid of Mike Brown before you asked that question. (laughs) (laughs) Andre could score at trick and he'd still say better. Better. He was better. It was interesting that he got the captaincy when Ward went off. That was an interesting one, wasn't it? I didn't even notice that. Yeah. Yeah, they give him the arm. Yes, Might be just a token giving him the R band. Look, he had he had 91% pass accuracy yesterday. A lot of long ball success. Balls over the top. He did all right. Downs was just as good next to him, I think. Um, but you know that. You know, he could, he, we've been quite critical of Andre, haven't we? So I suppose it was nice to see him ever getting amongst it, have a, a, a decent-ish game. But I like that Jake Forster Kasky, who was playing for Charlton. I thought he was a good player in their midfield. Nicky Forster's stepson, Jake Forster Kasky. Ah, yes, yes, you're right. You're right. Yeah, yes, yeah. yeah, he's stepson. So I thought he was decent. Again, that's another young lad. You know, you know the Charlton have had come through, and some of the our young players could maybe sort of aspire to be like. Because I always think these youngsters we see in other teams just seem to have more about them than than ours. For whatever reason that is, I don't know. Is it because they've been to other clubs? We talk about Ryan Innes. 
been on loan to nine clubs. Now he's mm. got the captaincy. But then Charlton are not pulling up any trees, Matt. They're they're on the same level as we are. True. Lost their lost their manager because he got headhunted, didn't he? Bowie, I, went I don't think they'd. I don't think they'd got. Look, Atkins is. Look, I think we're all big fans of Nigel Atkins, but I don't think he's probably going to have enough to get them in the playoffs. Not what I see yesterday. Really, did you not just feel the balance in midfield was was better? People were saying Downs yeah. wasn't but wasn't yeah. really in the game, but I felt Downs did all the nit yeah, the nitty nitty stuff that you don't mm. see on the ball uh, that allowed Andre to go and be what he was yesterday. And I was really yeah. impressed with him passing, uh, always looking forward. Yeah, just put a shot in your game, Andre. Well, it sounded it's yeah, it sounded like he had taken to heart what Cook had said post yeah. uh, Wimbledon, didn't it? Yeah. I would agree with I that. I do agree with Lee there. He did seem to play hard up. There's, there was one in the second half. I think it was where Edwards had the shot and Andre was on the edge of the box and he should have, could have been played in. Um, yeah. Look, he's, well, he's scored no goals this season, has he? He's got how many? One assist, two assists. One, I think. He needs to do a lot more. He does need to do a lot more, doesn't right. he? But he'll be, he'll be there next year. He's got a three-year contract. Though, he'll be part of the squad. Thing is, though, Rich, when Andre first came into the team, he scored on his debut at Sheffield Wednesday, didn't he? Yeah, with head up. With a head up. So he was playing quite far forward then. I seem to recall in that game where he got injured against Birmingham and was out for the season. He was playing quite a forward role there. Yeah, um, he ran the game, didn't he, that game? Yeah, and then he got that goal against Leeds, that really great strike from the right That was side. from the right-hand side. He was playing on the right-hand side of midfield yeah. then, wasn't he? Yeah, maybe, maybe just put, like Leeds says, there, if he was playing more progressively yesterday, a bit higher up the pitch, maybe that just suits his game more. Perhaps he has got attacking intentions, but under the Lambert culture... It was restrained a little bit. I don't know. Might be. Where's Where's the gov gone? He's applauding those. Yeah, it was better, but not still not what 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 maybe we require. Colin, you've seen his dad play. You've seen him play. What did you make of Andre's performance yesterday? Hi, Colin. Hi, Matt. Hi, Rich. Hi. Hello, Martin. How are we? All right. Yeah, we're good. Yeah, thanks. We're good. Yeah. Well, I've, you know, like I say, I didn't watch it yesterday. I listened to it on the radio, but um, it sound, sounded like he had a really good game, and you know, good luck to the boy. Careful. You know. Careful, because Martin will be calling you a plastic fan in a minute. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah. <laughs> no, it sounded like he had a really good game. And, you know, you want to hear that, you know, especially from the, for the, from the younger players, you know. And um, good luck to the boy, you know. I hope he um, goes on uh, for the rest of the season and, and um, you know, play, plays plays better, you know, game by game, you know. Um yeah. Yeah. Now, you, now you're somebody, Colin, who is holding on to the faint hope of playoffs. Is that right? Are you still holding on to that faint hope even after that nil-nil draw? I'll never give up. I will never give up. Never give up until it's mathematically impossible. Uh, you know, I I don't believe in giving up in anything, any shape or form um, in life. I just don't believe in giving up. And uh, while there's, like I say, well, well like I said in the chat yesterday, where there's life, there's hope. You know, and um, there's one or two of those sides still got to play each other, uh, take points off each other. But like I said to Rich, I mean, I, I, I text Rich last night and I really meant it. I mean, I, we, we actually need 15 points out of 15 now, I think, to do it. I, I actually think we need to win five games out of five. And that would be my message. If I went into, if I'd have been cookie, after the game last night, I say, yeah, okay, yeah, not a bad result, boys, but not what not what we wanted, but not bad. And I would have said to them, right, okay, when you walk out of these this dressing room at the valley today, and we get on the bus, the next five, the three games away and the two games at home, 
they have all got to be wins. Full stop. We can't, and, uh, we and, can't and, score and, goals, uh, Colin. Sorry? We can't score goals. No, that is the problem. Yeah, I understand that, Martin. But you, you know, you've got, you've got, you've got to live in hope. And, and five one nil wins, you know. So we've got to find five goals from somewhere. Yeah, I agree. But five one nil wins, I think, would possibly just do it. Possibly. Yeah, but the thing is, the thing is, though, Matt, that, that that should be fairly achievable from the teams we're playing. But we we can't, we just can't find the onion there. No, no. Well, that would take us to what, 76 points. So that would actually get us into the playoffs quite comfortably, you would have thought, Colin, historically. But as yeah. Cook said, because we're getting mixed messages now coming out of the club, because McGuinness did an interview yesterday saying we're still in it. And if you listen to Cook, he's saying we're not really in it because we can't <laughs> score, we can't create. Um, mm. So we're getting mixed messages, really. I, it's, I think the fact that we've let Alan Judge go speaks volumes because, A, they didn't want to trigger the contract thing yeah. that makes him get an automatic year. They, that to me is slightly waving a white flag that we're going to go again next season to me. But then mm-hmm. I was looking this morning, guys, I see the Portsmouth fans, they've wrote off this season. You want to see some of the comments from them? Yeah. Well, yeah. Freddie... The county. They, 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 you know, they seem to be going down like a lead balloon just this last two or three weeks, Pompey, don't they, Rich? Yeah. And then you got Oxford, who were just sneaking in last night, two yeah, 0 down yeah, with about fifteen minutes left, and one three two. You know that's that's a big win for what? them. So it's it's unbelievable actually. You bring Oxford up. Yeah, you know, I looked on my phone last night. They were two 0 down. I thought, yep, off off you go with the phone. That's all over. I looked at my phone this morning. And I swear to God, and I couldn't believe what I'd seen. They won three two. I could not believe that. I left it at two 0 Thought it was the job done. You know. And they've got but, AFC Wimbledon on. Tuesday night away. That'll be easy. Wimbledon. Portsmouth have got Swindon at home. Yeah. So, uh, no way. Swindon away. Rich, you've got to remember him. Wimbledon's last three games, they've got five at Accrington, three against us, four yesterday, five, eight, 12 goals in three games. Mm. There's hope there, guys. We might. You know. Um, Colin, Jim says, uh, fancy having 22 clean sheets in, in your world and not making the playoffs. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, half the season, half the league season. Interesting, you just mentioned Swindon there because did you notice who was playing for Charlton yesterday? That Jai Simi, who kind of ruled it when they came mm. to the road and beat his three two. They signed him off the back of the. Yeah, he's gone, isn't he? John Sheridan. Did you see John Sheridan's been sacked? Oh, he's he's gone left Swindon. Him. Yeah, he's gone. Yeah, we're bot- what they bottom of the table now, Swindon. Yeah, yeah I think so. They're, they're going to go, aren't they? Yeah, but Rich, right, Colin? I, 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 I just like to say one one last thing. Talking earlier about Norwood and, you know, all these problems he has with injuries, I, I put in the chat, I I don't know exactly, if I'm honest, I could have went on the internet and found out exactly, but I know I'm within one or two games. PM, Paul Mariner, I was calling PM. Paul Mariner, in the season that we won the UEFA Cup, I know for a fact we played 66 games that season, and I believe that PM played 58 to 60 of those games. 58 games. I've got me I've got me print on the wall that the guy's got me for my birthday, the 81 print, and he's got the... Yeah, he played 58 games. Yeah, right. And how many did Palais play? Uh, Brazil. Brazil, 58 games. Uh, just have a little look at that, Mr Norwood. <laughs> yeah. 
and, and, and Martin, and th this was before we had all these physical buds, you know, oh, you know, physical this, physical that, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, that was pre all that. More physical yeah. game, more physical game, worse pitches. Worse pitches. And they I were mean, down the pub. They were down the pub after every game. Beat you I mean, a cigarette in the groundsman hut. <laughs> honest to God, I've seen I've seen PM and Alan Brazil up the top, you know, playing at the baseball ground, and you couldn't see their ankles, you know, in mud. You couldn't <laughs> see their ankles, Osman. honestly, Matt. Osmond, yeah. 66 games that season, Colin. Played, played every one. I, I think, what did Millsy play, 63, 62? He was on 54. He got injured, didn't he, I think. Was he injured? Yeah, oh, yeah, in I forgot, but yeah. Yeah. All right. But, you know. I've got to move it on because it's 55 minutes already, and uh, the one yeah. that must be obeyed, the leader of the opposition, the breathing down my neck. What a win that was! What a win! See you, mate. Colin, love you, man. Look after Bye. yourself. Right. Let's Legend. move it on to um, we've got an in, an in contract, out of contract. These are the players that are in contract still uh, at the football club. Holy Cornell are the two goalkeepers, as we've mentioned this afternoon already. And we've got Vincent Young, Wolfenden and Darber, Kenlock, midfielders of Dazelle, Downs, Nolan, McGavin, Dobra, Lancaster, Hawkins and Norwood. What, what, what do you think? Would you keep that as your nucleus? Because I was looking at that earlier and I thought if you just kept your goalkeeper, then you had Wolfenden at centre-half, Dazelle and Downs as your two midfielders. You'd looking at about seven, seven first-team players coming in with the rest of those players making up the rest of the squad. Is that a, is that an achievable target or? Yeah, I've got say... eight row down. I've got eight row down. Yeah, okay. I think I included a goalkeeper, goalkeeper, centre back, left back, centre midfield, left wing, right wing, and I go. You need two strikers. Mm. Well, Hawkins, I get rid of Hawkins. He plays one up front. It's four two three one. So if you need you need reserve, especially with our injury record. Well, you hope that's going to be different. You hope new era, Hopefully. new investment, etc. Just you could you've got to balance this year, right, Matt? We're between. Change because you need to change, but too much change, and then having it too quickly, you know, too much too quickly. Well, yeah, I mean, we saw that with Hurst, didn't we? <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> we did. You could argue maybe expected too much from the players he signed out of the lower leagues to step straight into the championship all at once. He didn't just mm. feed them in, did he? They was all no. straight into that opening game against Blackburn. So, um, yeah, I think what yeah. we got there tonight. We look, you holy in goal for argument's sake, Kane. Nail down that right back spot if he can keep it. Wolfenden with one other. Nice to be able to see Corey come through. We've seen an improved Miles Kenlock since he come back from his little high. Is Baggett under contract, Martin? I believe he is. Yeah, this is the first team players only. Yeah. Um, but uh, in, in Vincent Young, Matt, I would look to have him as number two and, and have to work his way back to being number one because I can't. I can't rely on him at this point to be nailed on number one. So who was being number? So you're saying another is going to be number one if we let I'd bring up. somebody in. I'd bring somebody in. Yeah, well, you'll, be need right... you'll need competition for that spot. So yeah, you can expect someone to come in. You see, I'd, um, I'd, I'd look at this crunch and say Vincent Young right back, uh, back up. Kenlock back up, left back. You got Indaba and Baggett as your two and a half backups. Bring in somebody to to go alongside Wolfie. That's realistic. That's not too much. And then you got Miles there. You got Miles. I've said this before about him. He's what? Is he 24 now? And he's been here. He needs to really go and play first team football, Martin, somewhere. But he's under contract, and you know. I know he's under him. contract, but I'm thinking if I was him, would I want to be back up again? Probably not. Well, that's why I'd want to go. I'd want to go and play football. 
get your agent exactly. to work is what I would say. Because yeah. otherwise we're in the business now suddenly, as we were in the early days of, of Evans, paying people up. And when you yeah. pay them up, you're still paying big salaries just in one go. Um, yeah. And then you're not getting anything for, for that fee. So I don't want to fall into this. And you've got, got your a bit mid- of money. Let's pay it up. Let's pay there. Up. McGavin, McGavin, I'd like to get out on loan, go and play a season, probably League Two. If he's not, yeah. he's not going to be regular every week, is he? No. But he, didn't, he wasn't even regular for Eirich when he went up no, on loan. What did he play? A few minutes off the bench. That was yeah. it. They did have a change of manager, I guess. But, yeah. I suppose that all. but I mean, yeah. Darby got games, though. In Darby got games when he was with, there. But with what, about, two, three, one, what about John do. Nolan, Martin? What about John Nolan? Where are you putting him? He's, again, he's my reserve number 10. He's re- he's my reserve. Because he can, he can do any one of those three midfielder positions yeah. fairly six out of ten-ish. So, again, I'm looking at Nolan as my reserve. McGavin is my reserve. Dobra is my reserve. Lancaster is my reserve. I'm looking at it overall, Matt. I'm crunching. I'm thinking... We've got a good nucleus of a squad there. You just need to go and add seven fresh faces to it that are first teamers and are yeah, better definitely. than what you've got there. Yeah. Um, you don't need fifteen yeah. because you don't want to inflate the squad too much, and you and you're still giving the opportunity to young players. Yeah, no, I get that. I think that's I think that's good thinking. I mean, J- Jack has disappeared off the scene, hasn't he? Where Is where's he injured? He Is he injured? You're the, you're in the no crunch. I don't. I don't know. You find don't out. Don't know. I mean, look at, the, look at the two striking options you've got there in contracts. Woeful. One, one, can't, one hasn't played for ages and one can't finish a game. So Yeah, that, I do. That's where the money's got to go, isn't it? Yeah, oh, yeah. I agree with Crunch. Bring, bring in two, have Hawkins as your four, Nord as yeah. your three, and then you've yeah. got two as your one and two. And then, and then you won't get the best out of Nord. You might get 15 goals because he might yeah. get more you games get more out of him. I think, um, certainly what Cook, I think what Cook said, uh, was it yesterday? I think it was yesterday's post-match where he, he kind of, again, he drops a little slip in there and he said, with the personnel that we've got coming into the club, not we hope are going to come into the club, mm. that we've got coming, we've got coming into the club, which suggests to me they've got some deals done. Hence the reason we've got the luxury of letting Judge go because we know that number 10 or whoever, what role it's going to be, uh, is on his way. Yeah, because, you know, Toto, I believe, is out of contract. So you, with, yeah. with maybe an extension, you've got Nidan there as well, out of contract. Um You've got to balance giving these players like Nodem a chance but against actually... Is he going to be a first choice, though? Is he going to no. be a first choice? No, so he's don't not. Bother. So don't bother, in my opinion, mm. because you've got other young players coming through that are going to be pushing him. He's had injuries. It's it's heartbreaking as a fan, but that's football. He knows that. We know that. That's 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 the business. Ideally, and I can hear the people at home saying, oh, this is a disaster. I'd pay him. I'd pay him. Yeah, in an ideal world, you'd tell Hawkins bye-bye. You'd tell other... Uh, in my world, Nolan goodbye. You'd tell maybe Kenlock goodbye, the two goalies goodbye. But that's just wasting money. See, that's why sell- I said it'll take two or three windows because he can only bring so many in in the summer. Mm-hmm. And like these ones under contract, he'll slowly phase them out down the line, won't he? Because they're not all going to go on the journey yeah. that we're going on. They're not going. Some of them are not going to be no. good enough. And some might, you're right. Might, some might, like a Hawkins, could get picked up by a by someone in January, for example, like just to take a nominal fee or something. I wouldn't be against that, you know. I wouldn't be against t- telling Hawkins and Co. Look, you're not in our first team plans. Same as Ken Lott and two goalies. Tell mm. your agent, put the feelers out, see who wants you. We won't yeah. argue free transfer. That's fine. Just literally transfer from one to the other. But I'm not in the business of paying Damien Delaney up. I'm not in the you know. I'm going back to that era where you think you've got a bit of money so you can pay these players off left, yeah. right and centre yeah. and then you, you, you're you in the same position because you've wasted the money and you didn't go anywhere. Um, 
Because if you look at the out-of-contract players, Chambers, Skews, Ward, Judge, Wilson, Sears, I mean, there's nobody there, actually, I'd probably keep. Nobody. No. no. Maybe Wait, Toto. Toto. Yeah, Toto would be the only one. Toto would the year, isn't he, Toto? Possibly Probably. Toto. Because, you know, what we've got now is American owners that have no links to these players. So whereas yeah. Evans was saying to Plymouth in January about Danassian, oh, I've invested a lot of money in him. I don't know if I can let him go for a nominal fee. Yeah. These guys don't, they're, they're no, you're nobody to these guys. You're just players on a bit of paper like this. And I'm looking at it. Chambers, 35. Skuse in his 30s. Ward in his 30s. Judge, obviously already gone. Wilson in his 30s. Sears in his, and I think he's in his 30s. Jackson hasn't pulled up any trees. Bishop, mm-hmm. again, for, for like Ken Lock, like Emmanuel, needs to go away from Ipswich Town now and yeah. be a better player for it. Toto That'll possibly. probably benefit them, Martin. That'll benefit yeah. them moving forward. Someone like Teddy, like I said, I think it was yeah. last week. They're too comfortable, weren't they, at the football club? Been there yeah. too long. If you go mm. somewhere and you play 40-odd games and you have a great season, fair play to you. Yeah. The thing is, you can't look back and say on, on any of these players, we didn't give you a chance to tell us why you should stay. Because they've had a fucking great big chance to stay, haven't they? Mm. Yeah. Every week it seems to be the, if you want to be here, prove it. Has, any, has anybody in that list proved it? No, no. I, th- I, I think probably Ipswich fans, I think we're just too, it goes back to this club being too nice, isn't it? We're going, oh, you know, we'll, you know, Bishop's been with us so long. We don't really want him to go, but we've just got to... Yeah, you you, you look on social media, everyone was on about getting rid of them all and then they get rid of Judge and it's like, oh, yeah, he's no. well, he's <laughs> yeah. look, fair play yeah. to him. I, I just want to give a big shout out to him because he said he'd waver that 12-month extension to play the remaining games and Cook said he can't do that in case he gets injured so yeah. look Judge he's been a he's probably been one of our better players this season not good yes. enough but I think I think he could he might pick up a championship club maybe lower bottom end for a year maybe somewhere so. like Warburton at QPR might pick yeah, him up so. he could do a job yeah I'd say um, yeah. Julian says we've not seen Danassian but feedback is that he's been pretty decent the problem with Danassian and I wonder if you two agree, he'd be a backup. And because Vincent Young's already under contract and hasn't proven himself fit enough to be a number one, you can't bring in a second backup and let them both battle it out because there's a good chance Danassian might play the whole season with the way Vincent Young's kept himself fit. He's, he's been, he played on the left-hand side for Fleetwood yesterday against um, Hull City. But even he dropped out the side there for a little while when Grayson first came in. Um, we put to pay a lot of money for him, didn't we? But... If, get out back, are we, so? if Miles and KVY one of were out of contract, I'd say, yep, choose the Nastian over over either of those. Primarily because KVY can't stay fit. It could be messy, but if you can't stay fit, it don't matter. Yeah, yeah. And Kenlock is is sadly inconsistent and Miles Kenlock. But he's not. Yeah. It's at the wrong time for, for the Nastian, isn't it? To come out of contract because you've still got hmm. two that you but he's know. been playing most well, I know he there was a little spell. I think when um Grayson changed the system there. He sort of sat out. But he's another one. He needs to play football. It's no good. What is he now? Is he 26, 27? 27. Sitting in the fringes. Play every week. Go and find a team and play every week. He'll go, he'll go to Fleetwood on a free, most probably. Yeah. yeah. He needs Dodgers that game. Good point. Wilson not done a lot wrong. Heavy scorer compared to comparatively could be back up depending who we get. But then the issue is you've got a, an older pro in Wilson backing up when that should be your Endarba's job, your Baggett's job, your... Yeah. You're, no, you know, you're Levi Ando, who, who's coming yeah. and never, never made and seen a first team appearance. Mm. At some point, you've got to say enough's enough, and that's the, like it's no sell on value. You're blocking the pathway. But it's right if 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 these owners hadn't come in, 
some of these players we would have had to kick. I was thinking the other day, you think, if, if Evans had stayed, we would really have struggled next season. I really do think we would. I think it would have been Disaster. looking. We could be looking sliding out the league the other end. I really do. <laughs> yeah, I was saying that pregame to yeah. uh, Bricktop and King. You fear because there's no money with, under Evans, who, by the way, was there yesterday. Yeah, exactly. don't know why he was allowed in. He's not the owner anymore. Um, can I wander up to Portland? Is to any, any ground and be let in? Like, he's not the owner. There was a lot of people in that stand that were kind of, I don't know, club staff, directors, whatever they might be. I did notice that above the dugouts. There was a lot of people sat there. Yeah, yeah, it was. Um, Mike D says, Holy can't catch a ball, so he must go. I agree. In an ideal world, they'd both not be here wearing the jersey, but they're under contract. And I yeah. do remember Damien Delaney and co. And I'm sure Matt does, and I'm sure Crunch does. Good point. Yeah. Just because we've got money, don't mean we should be wasting it. No, they're good backups. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Right. Yeah. Agreed. M- mogul. Let's go for a bit of a mogul story. Where's the old intro? Here. <laughs> What you got for us, son? Well, this week has seen developments at the Media Mogul Mansion. The master bedroom has been redecorated. Not by me, obviously. My friend Malcolm. Ceiling mirrors. Uh, <laughs> Ceiling saying... mirrors. That is not something <laughs> I want to think of. No, no, just for the record, no. And the new carpet. So I thought we would keep the Media Mogul story to keep him with that theme to do painting and decorating. So this week saw Spurs and now find these weird kind of partnerships you get. They became that Dulux became their paint official paint supplier. So there we go, lovely that lovely dog there. It's been kind of like the uh, the brand of Dulux, hasn't it, for years? So mm-hmm. there we go. That happened at nine a.m. Fantastic. Delighted to announce nation's number one paint brand, Dulux official paint supplier. Within five minutes, Martin, you got the next one. I have. This came on. Can the dog play centre back? Of which Dulux <laughs> social media man goes, he might do a better job, Chris, with like oh, a little. Yeah. Funny thing. This is five minutes into the partnership, and in the third one, mine. Third one, yeah. Here it comes. Ta-da-da. It's the best. Time to paint that trophy cabinet, of which Dulux <laughs> has put thought out unused trophy cabinet, and it was a few other bits saying it was a bit dusty. So, very weird way to start the partnership, and in the end, Dulux had to put out a little apology, saying like, "We're really, really sorry about that." Um, you know, we're really proud to be working with Spurs. And Spurs came back with the perfect um, forgiveness tweet where they said, let's just gloss over it. But <laughs> <laughs> no, we Jose, were... Did you see Jose, mine, when he was doing his, his press conference for the Everton game? They asked I him did. about the Dulux dog and he had no idea. And then he was like asking his press officer. And then the guy asking the question, he kept going and it was getting like really awkward. And you're thinking... Yeah. We need to really move on from here because <laughs> Jose no, no, didn't no. have a clue. No idea. But I got chatting to like a few of my ex-FA colleagues. We were talking about this. is Because you get a lot of this in football. Why Jose yeah. Brady, no, You get a lot of these second, third, fourth tier sponsorship supplier things that never really see the light of day, but do because of social media. We do it with the FA Cup and, you know, sponsors in other countries that you would have known about in, in the UK. And uh, But the fact is that probably wouldn't have got any traction. Oh, Dulux now working with Spurs. But now everyone knows Dulux working with Spurs. It'll be for the wrong reasons. People do know. So weird, weird. It was a, it was a weird uh, angle that Dulux took within five minutes of announcing the sponsorship deal. That's for certain. Yeah. Yeah. Somebody might have had a reprimand or lost their job. Do you, um, think, do you think the guy in charge was an Arsenal fan? Got to <laughs> be. You've got to be professional. But again, it's people living on Twitter. Like, 
can't you announce it in a more traditional way and just get on with it? Does it have to be? You wouldn't get any pick up though, would it? It's, it's typical social media content, but I it just seemed weird. I would have thought it was a Gunners man who was in charge there. But you can yeah. announce something without, and the tab says who can reply to this, and you just put nobody. Like protect yourself, right? Because yeah, that's not really. They want engagement though, don't they? Everything's measured by engagement. Well, they got it then. Well, they got it. It worked. Well, they got it. They got it. Talking about it. Wrong reasons. You do now, and we're now discussing it. Exactly. So it worked. He did his job. Right, on to our go. Grunch, go first. What's your goat this week? Right, so uh, Slavia Prague defender Kudela. Ten-game ban for racism. I think we all see it in the Europa League game at Glasgow Rangers. Um, So Kamara... Got a three-game ban as well, didn't he? For aggressive behaviour, which I thought is a bit mental. Then I was looking into it. So, Kieran Trippier, Atletico Madrid, 12-game ban for betting. Yeah. And you think, how? they say, look, they have raised kick racism out. How are we going to take it seriously when... The, mm. the thing that I don't like is, on the pitch there, this is what needs that. It will never happen. What needs to happen is one of them Sparta Prague players needs to say he actually said that. Because they, they're not going to, are they? Because they're like a team. They all stick together. We all see it. That Kamara wasn't acting like he was because something was just said, just a throwaway mm. comment. He, he, he said something there, which is really naughty, which he shouldn't have done. But I just don't like it where you wait for they, look, they want to get rid of it. I just think a 10-game ban, is that enough? He's going to miss five games in the Euros for the Czech Republic. I just think it's... I don't know. They, they don't care, do they? Look, Callie in the comments there. They don't well, really care about racism. We've got a huge problem, Cruncher, because my goat is almost similar. My goat is about Tyrone Mings. He suffered... He isn't the goat, but he suffered uh, racist abuse, again, on social right. media. They mm-hmm. located and found the account. And, yeah. the, and the statement they put out... I won't say what, what, what platform it was on, because I'm not going to go there, but their statement was banned for a period of time. A period of time. Yeah. Opening the door to go back in, isn't it? Like, but, you know, if you've been, if you found the person who sent the abuse, that should be it. Mm. Yeah. No, no period. No period at all. Uh, it's a funny one. It's when I first started in the FA in 2007, I worked with Kick It Out a lot. The You know, the, mm. the anti-racism charity. They do great I stuff. Worked, I worked with them a lot. The problem we have is now... 14 years down the line, we're still having the same conversation. So mm. you have to ask yourself, are these people that are in a position to try and force the change, be it kick it out or fair in Europe, whoever it might be, are they just doing the same things and hoping for the a, a different uh, response? Do you know what I mean? It's a definition of madness, isn't it? Doing the same thing over and over and hoping for a different outcome. Mm. So I don't know. I don't know what the answer is because we're having exactly the same. Yeah, Adam Flat, that's, that's it. We've said that before. It should be you have to provide a ID to have an account. I do agree with that. I've but lost it's someone in the, times I've said it. Someone in the, it's like Julian Summers says there in in the comments. They just pay lip service, didn't they, UEFA? And it's some of the fines you see dished out. It's like look, Callie's saying there uh, the England players got abused in the in Europe, and it was fifty k. Yeah. Then you get too many yeah. red or yellow cards, and the team gets fined two hundred thousand. So it's crazy. But as the Anderson says, you know, the person would change email, open another, and that's why verified accounts is the only way. And I agree. Like I've always said that we've got yeah. too many Ipswich Town whatevers, Ipswich Town whatevers. Like, yeah. If you've got an opinion, put it to the mast, get it out of there. 
it's your opinion. Do you know what I mean? Like, if you don't know the opinion, don't go on social media. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, yeah, if yeah, yeah don't have an anonymous account. Yeah, what's your go, Sam? My go is all oh, right. Okay, so I've got a Charlton friend at work, and he recommended to me to watch the Charlton game on their own channel because they don't do iFollow. And this got me thinking about how maybe you know we've been quite critical of iFollow this season. You know, to see a bespoke service, they call it Valley Pass. So you buy your Valley Pass, you do the app. So I did that. You download the app, you pay your ten, are the same. But then that opens the door to almost like this whole magazine show they do. So it was it was hosted by Scott Minto, and he had Paul Mortimer was one of the pundits, and one I'm about to come to in a minute. And they did pre-match like it was like Sky. I was watching Sky. It was all in HD. They do they did uh, interview Ryan in this before the game. Started. Not as good as a match day ticket. Thank you very much. Finally. <laughs> So. Right, we'll come back to that in a minute because they're very different shows because um, this is obviously very much club specific um, and they had their own commentators TV commentators three commentators multiple camera angles all for and then the post-match show as well with the pundits all for the same price that we are paying to get radio commentary over the top and nothing at half time and all that kind of thing hence the reason why match day ticket talking town is the, the place to go for us because we don't we don't have that service but what disappointed me yesterday on the go was this guy was in the middle of Scott Minto and Paul Baltimore. Martin, got the picture? Darren Bent, all charted up. Now, excuse me. <laughs> excuse hey, me. Binty came through our youth system, 122 appearances, kept referring to, for town, kept referring to Charlton as we and Ipswich as the opposition. Very disappointing, considering his stance on TalkSport, where he was talking about like almost like he was still number one Ipswich fan. So that really annoyed me because that that's you know he, he's been paid a fee to become Mr. Charlton, which then got me thinking: if Charlton and Ipswich met at Wembley, who would Benty and Matty Holland be supporting? I wonder because Matty's still got a toe in the Charlton camp, hasn't he? And fair play to him; he was their skipper, so I get that. But that that did annoy me yesterday, I have to say. Yeah, seeing Darren Bent yeah. talking about Ipswich as if we were the opposition and Charlton, and hopefully we can get the win and blah blah. I was like, what? <laughs> David Long, four from Bent. But we, the, the iFollow service is toilet. Is yes. toilet. You know, we, we are American American sports fans. Matt, we pay yep. for uh, various different subscriptions over the pond. So much better than what you so get. Much so much better. I paid, I've mentioned it before, and I the Major League Baseball app. I've paid 95 quid. I can watch all 162 Chicago Cubs games when I want, live or on demand. You get all the stats in game as well. You can even look at the bios of the players. You just swipe the screen on your iPad. Absolutely fantastic value. And here we are paying a tenner, well, 20 quid a, a month, if not more, just to get bog standard one camera, the radio commentary over the top, which I'm told didn't even work yesterday. They were on the phone, on weren't the they? Phone. Yeah. And do his thing. It's just a joke. And we still balk, don't we, at pay-per-view prices in the box in all, oh, 25 quid for that. Well, bloody hell, you do more than that in what yeah. you need to switch. And, I feel like, and with the NFL one, you get the coaches angle so in this in football's term the performance and analysts camera you get the real camera you get the shortened match you get the full match you get all these different things you get the nfl network as part of it and it's just yeah so much better and it's obviously brenner bless him he's doing commentary for radio because that's what he's there to do yeah. and you can with your eyes and your ears they they often have arguments for i follow because brenner will say something and your ears will listen and your eyes will go i don't fucking see that mm. Like it will go a close a close effort there from Alan Jo Which brings me to my second point on the Valley Pass, because you could I was thinking, oh well, you could have the Portman Road pass, couldn't you? But within that service as well, I think because the season tickets season ticket holders can buy it 
and they have it for the 12 months. In there, you've got Charlton documentaries, interviews. They they had something called Call Your Friends at charlton.co.uk, where do you sit next to someone that you've not seen at the ground, but you've not seen them through lockdown? We'll put you in touch so you can keep in touch with each other, see how they're getting on. So one guy was on there, Dennis, meeting up with his mate who's 83 on the phone. Oh, it's great to hear he's OK. I've been wondering how he's been getting on. He sat next to me for 40 years. We don't even know each other's phone number. That kind of thing. It was just a real good sense of community, documentaries, past games. Look, we're in the Ipswich Town 40th anniversary of winning the UEFA Cup. Have you seen anything from the club on a documentary, interviews with the players? I've seen nothing. That could have been content through the year that we haven't seen. Well, I'm available for a, oh, for hire. Um, All we've had is the shirt. It's the shirt with 40 years on the badge. I've not seen anything with players. <laughs> Lee, that's the lag, Martin. No, Lee, no, you're, misunder- you're misunderstanding what I'm saying. It's a, like bombing down the wing. He weren't bombing anywhere. Well, certainly my eyes weren't seeing him bomb anywhere. Uh, Jem, Brenner gets very excited. Yeah, there you go. yeah, I love Brenner, but he does. And you only notice he gets excited when you actually watch the game that you're listening to at the same time. It's like, Bren, calm down. We're just pass the ball forwards. Um, get it on, get it on, Gov. Get it on, David Long. Right. Uh, I guess we finish off with the crunching tackle, which is quite apt, really, because it's it's quite a good one. Jason Candies, this is going to be. That was a good goal, wasn't it? Do you remember that? Were you at that game? I wasn't at it, no. What a goal. Mm-hmm. 100 miles an hour. Right, so Josh Carson, do we all remember Josh? Yeah. Broke yeah. through, didn't he? Scored two on his debut against Crystal Palace. Mm, did well. Uh, I remember, I think, the next game I went to Bristol City away. He scored in that. I think Lee Martin got sent off in that game. Um, yeah, Lee Martin. Um, so, yeah, Josh is now playing for Coleraine. And um, okay. if everybody's seen it, they were playing the uh, Glen Torren. And <laughs> scored one of the best goals you've ever seen. Unfortunately, <laughs> it was in his own net. <laughs> well, that's normally where own goals are. <laughs> are, you, are you playing it? Is it? I can play it. Yeah, you can want me to play yeah, it. Yeah, have a look at this. Here we go. I won't include the audio, but um, this is on the Glen Torren website. Here you go. Good tackle. Good tackle. Oh, <laughs> look at that. He's only twenty-seven, man. He's only twenty-seven. Josh Carson. Wow. There he is. Look, dejected, sitting down. Four appearances for Northern Ireland as well. So he's putting a little sliding tackle there, and it's gone about 40-odd yards into the top corner. Good tackle. Good tackle, but would you would you criticise the goalie, Martin? I would. If that was Holy in goal, we'd all be all over him, wouldn't we? You'd expect um, Holy to get there, wouldn't you? With his Colin Healy, yes, can not it? Yeah. <laughs> Just need Prisky That's in there. Caught everyone, that's caught everyone by surprise there, isn't it? The keeper's off his line, not expecting anything to happen. Wow. It was a two-all draw as well. Two-all draw as well. Wow. Well, really? Wow, yeah, nice to see him still. Nice to see him still playing. Anyway, I sponsored he, him like, when he was in the academy. I sponsored him yeah. when he was in the academy at Town, and then yeah. he made the breakthrough. But he never eighteen starts, fifteen appearances, five goals for Town. He was another young player who flattered to deceive, wasn't he? Really? Yeah, yeah. it's difficult to keep that momentum going, isn't it? It's difficult. I mean, someone said the other day when we won that the FA Youth Cup, how many of that actual squad went on and had good careers? It was none. Eddie Clark, maybe. Danny Haynes was okay. Garvin? Ed Upton, he's had a good career. He's had a good career, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Gareth Bale was on the bench that night for Southampton. David McGoldrick was in the starting yeah. lineup. And uh, Walcott, I think. Was Walcott. Yeah, yeah, Walcott. Yeah. We've not had that luck, though, have we? That's the sort of luck town needs in this next next five games. Yeah. Something like that, where an own goal. 
You know what I mean? Yeah. Without any penalties. Yeah, you know, we've the not one had game, the one game we saw kind of turn around was that Plymouth one. Do you remember? Because we were getting well beaten, weren't we? We'll be at one nil. Then he got sent off them really silly yellows, and suddenly we were two one up within five minutes, weren't we? Mm. Yeah, you need something. something like that. Yeah, yeah. Something to light the, the match paper. But yeah, exactly, exactly. Anyway, we are back tomorrow, eight thirty, for the Talking Town Extra Time. We have got somebody from the Cobblers Podcast joining us towards at some point in the show to to preview Northampton and discuss them. Go on, Matt. Very, very quick one. You're, you'll know the Celtic state of mind, guys. What I thought might happen. Their latest podcast is an hour and twenty minutes with Paul Lambert. So I'm sure there'll be a lot of Celtic chat there, obviously, but. Um, might be a bit of town in there. I've not seen it yet, but it's now on 20. They've tracked him down and done an interview with him. So might be worth a watch. See what he's got to say. Boom. Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, it's a really good show, actually. It's on, it's on YouTube. Yeah. Hook it up. Uh, but yeah, oh, Best Burger. They're back open in Stone Market. Best Burgers Boom. in Stone Market. I said to, to Brandon, I'll give him a shout. Um, absolutely the Best Burgers right. in Stone Market. There is the logo. Uh, and of course, Networking 90, our friends at Networking 90, all your business needs, right? We're done. We're dusted back tomorrow at 8.30. Uh, as I say, with the Cobblers, we're, it's an all-ladies contribution panel. It's Vicky Henderson. So yeah. hope that dog is safe for an, at least an hour. And Amy Downs will be joining me. So um, exciting times. Yeah, I feel sorry for Vicky. I think I made her watch the game this weekend just because she's on the show. Um, so we might get uh, no filter Yorkshire V. But until tomorrow, with love, with care, see you then. <laughs> <laughs>